Hey y'all, welcome to episode 11 of Relationshipping and Handling. This is a podcast about relationships and how to handle uh, different aspects of different types of relationships. Uh, I'm your host, Hunter. Uh, I don't have much uh, expertise whenever it comes to relationships. I'm just trying to get better at them, and so I'm just uh, sharing my uh, journey with you guys, um, so to speak. I am actually, uh, as you can tell, it's, you probably tell it's it's dark outside. I tried filming this once before, uh, didn't work, and uh, I'm actually in the parking lot of Jasmine's new uh, apartment, and I am uh, dog-sitting while she is at work. So uh, anyway, that's that's what's going on with me. Um, I wanted to start off this episode and tell y'all a little bit about myself, to tell you guys something about me. I don't have social media. Um, I think I mentioned it before, but Jasmine um, actually runs my YouTube and my Instagram, and I'm very, very grateful. She is so sweet and so uh, amazing to be able to do that uh, for me, but because of that, uh, I don't see or hear some things that a lot of people do, uh, because most people do have social medias. Um, but even though I don't have social media, I am still feeling this tension that's going on right now. And I know that everybody else probably can as well. There's this friction that's going on, and it's all because of one thing after another, after another, after another, just piling on top of each other. Um, that's, that is dividing people. There's a global pandemic going on. Everybody watching or listening to this is affected in one way or another by the coronavirus. And some people are choosing to distance themselves from other people. And some people are choosing not to, uh, around here in Texas, we have what I like to refer to as like mask wars, right? Where we're supposed to be wearing masks everywhere we go. And there are some people that adhere to that. Some people that do it more than they're mandated to. And then there are other people who somehow are able to go different places and not wear a mask at all. Like, I don't know how that's even possible. There are signs outside of every single establishment that says, you must wear a mask. Um, (laughs) but still people are doing it. There's racial injustice going on right now, racial tension. There's rioting and violence that has happened and is still continuing to happen because of racial injustice, because of um, feelings of rights being infringed on, things like that. And the cherry on top of it all in this country is that we have an election tomorrow. This is probably one of the most controversial elections that, that has happened in a very long time. I mean, they're already saying that the person who, or the side that doesn't win is going to demand recounts, is going to to accuse mail fraud and and voter fraud, all sorts of all sorts of different things that just are plain out ugly. And because of each of these different things, 
These are each different scenarios and different instances that are pitting people against each other. They're, they are wrecking families. Brothers and sisters and parents are not talking to each other because one person sees things from one point of view and the other has a differing point of view. It's, it's dissolving marriages and destroying them. It's ripping friendships apart. Friendships that have, that have lasted years. It's also tearing apart churches and dividing churches because a pastor won't stand for this or the preacher preaches against this and I don't agree. Why is it? Why are these the outcomes that are happening? Why are, why are relationships getting torn apart? Because the other person's wrong and you're right? So, so does that make them the enemy? A Democrat, Republican, a black person, white person, a person that supports the cops, a person that, that is against the cops, a person that is pro-life, a person that's pro-choice? Like, whatever you choose, does that mean the other person is your enemy? It, it, is it you versus them? Well, well, I, 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 think, I think that Paul um, has something to say about this. And this is our core scripture for this week. And, and it's, in the, it's in the letter to the Ephesians. It's towards the end of the letter in uh, chapter 6, verse 12, Paul writes, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. And the word struggle there is also translated sometimes as wrestle or fight. So our struggle or our wrestle or our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Paul is saying no to all of those questions. No, it's, it's not people it's not the other person that believes something different that is your enemy. No matter what a person thinks, no matter what a person stands for, now they might be sinning, but no person is the enemy. But there is an enemy. And a war is waging. And before I go any further, let's just start off, guys, this might be a little bit controversial. This might rub some people the wrong way. And you know what? Oh, well, <laughs> the gospel rubs people the wrong way. But first, let's pray. Let's open our hearts. Let's open our ears. Let's open our minds to hear uh, from God, hear from the Holy Spirit. And I hope uh, I'm, I'm praying that I just move out of the way and, and you guys can hear what God has to say and what he has laid on my heart. And I, I feel like he wants people to hear. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for allowing me to be in a place where elections happen. I thank you so much for allowing me to be in a country where I can talk about this freely, post about this freely. God, I thank you for laying this conviction on my heart. 
for working on me in, in this way. God, right now I ask that you open our hearts, you open our minds, and you open our ears to hear what you have to say, Lord. I pray that you just move me out of the way and speak straight through me. I love you and I thank you. And I pray all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So, if if there's a war waging, where is this war waging? Right? It's, it's not over in the Middle East, I can tell you that, that much. It's not happening on Capitol Hill. But instead, it is, it is where it's described as the spiritual realm, the heavenly realm, uh, or the unseen. Now, we live in the seen realm or the physical realm as humans. So how can we also be at war in the unseen realm? Well, simply made, we as humans were made body, soul, and spirit. And that's that's backed up by Scripture. Um, in the Old Testament, in Ecclesiastes, um, depending on who you think wrote Ecclesiastes, I, I'm under the impression that it was um, Solomon. Um, he talks about death, and he says in Ecclesiastes uh, 12.7, and the dust returns to the ground it came from, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Just talking about at the end of, of life, that this, this body, because man was made from dust, will return back to dust. And, and the spirit, which was made by God, returns to God. Now in the New Testament, in James 2 uh, 26 uh, last month I was in the book of James uh, spent some good time there uh, James writes here uh, verse 26 of, of chapter 2 as the body without the spirit is dead so faith without deeds is dead so it's he's saying uh, he's making a point that that faith without deeds is dead yes but but he's also affirming that a body is not able to live without the Spirit. Another place in the New Testament is Paul's letter um, of 1 Thessalonians. It's chapter uh, 5, verse 23. And, and Paul says, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So right there, three different places where where clearly we can see that we as humans were made body and soul or spirit. So our our spirit which is attached to our body um and when I don't really get it all that much, but our spirit that is attached to us is able to be attacked by other spirits. Right? And so who are those and what are those spirits that are attacking us and, and waging war with us? Well, first is, is Satan, the devil, right? Um, he is the ruler uh, over all evil and demonic things. Um, and, and he has dominion over this world because it is a fallen world, fallen due to sin. 
And if you want to, uh, I, I suggest it because it's an interesting read. You can, uh, you can read about how that Satan was actually an angel and he's a fallen angel. Um, in some of the prophecies of Isaiah, um, chapter 14, verse, verses 12 through 15. Also, Ezekiel uh, 28, 12 through 17. It speaks about how Satan fell uh, from being right up there with God and and very close to God. Uh, you know, basically the it, it's thought of as he was like the second in command kind of kind of deal, right? Um, and he he was the morning star, is what he's referred to. And he fell, and because he wanted to be like God. He wanted to be God. He wanted to be bigger than God. So now what he has done is he has taken other fallen angels, demons, and evil spirits. And and that's also what is attacking us. They serve Satan. They worship Satan. They they do what they do his bidding. Um, and these demons and spirits can be found uh, all throughout the Bible. One place that we see evil spirits in the in the Bible is one of my favorite verses and that is 2 Timothy 1:7 and um Paul is writing to Timothy and says for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or uh fear so a spirit of timidity or fear but a spirit of power of love and of self-discipline or sound mind depending on what translation you hear love power and and self-discipline that's all characteristics of the holy spirit and so we see here that fear is actually a spirit it's not just an emotion we can be fearful as an emotion but fear itself um when it runs rampant is actually a a spirit that is against us and it can do a lot of harm to us um, another another place where we actually see um, we actually see demons is in Acts um, Acts nineteen uh, verse thirteen through sixteen um, it says some Jews uh, who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon possessed. They would say, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, were doing this. Uh, I think the seven sons of Sceva were, were like the, the group of people that were trying to do this. Um, one day, the evil spirit answered them. So the demon-possessed person, the, the demon actually answered them back and said, Jesus I know, and I know about Paul, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered all of them. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. This was a demon that was definitely higher in in rank and there are different ranks of demons um and whatnot and i don't know a lot about that but i'm just gonna kind of skip on over that but just just realize that we see evil spirits and we see those demons all throughout scripture so that's who we're up against whenever it comes to who we're waging war 
against, and that is Satan and his demons. That's that's where the war is. And these these demons, these evil spirits, Satan, he they all entice us and even take over humans sometimes to sin against God or to make self and love self more than God. So that's all great, Hunter. You're talking about demons and all this other stuff, the spiritual warfare. But how is this applicable um, for today? Like what we're talking about. Whenever we, we I mean, we started talking about uh, <laughs> politics and now we're talking about demons. And, I, and I'm sure that there are people out there that could go, hey, I can see the correlation. <laughs> but that's that's neither here nor there. But like I spoke in the in the mini series that I did this last month, it's okay to argue with people. It's okay to disagree with other people. But just because you disagree with someone else doesn't mean you stop loving that person, right? Also, just because you love someone doesn't mean that you should accept or tolerate the sins that the person is committing. We, I mean, we should hate our own sin, so we should probably, and yes, we should, hate the sins that are being committed by other people. So I'm not saying don't hold other people accountable, or don't rebuke people, or don't, uh, you know, try to help a person see the truth. But what I'm ultimately saying is that, like in the uh, scripture that is the basis for the core of this podcast as a whole. Matthew 22, verse 39. To, Jesus is talking about the second greatest commandment, and it is, love your neighbor as yourself. We are never to stop loving other people. No matter what they believe, no matter what they say, no matter how they act, we are to continue to love every person with that agape love that Jesus has for us. Ultimately, guys, no politician, no policy, no movement, no law, no, no anything like that can bring true justice or peace or unity or whatever it is that we're looking for. Only Christ and Christ alone establishing his kingdom can do any of that. So why should we punish or discriminate or hate or disown or tear apart different relationships just because they don't vote the way that you want, just because they are a for they're not for or they're not against the uh injustice or standing up for something that you that you do and and that you think that other people should the problem is the spiritual warfare that's happening all around us not the people that are advocating for things that might be sinful that might be just uh, another personal opinion that might be you know whatever the case may be the problem is the spiritual warfare it's not the other people. So what do we do with all of this? I don't agree with everything 
that my girlfriend or my best friend or family members or pastor or elders at my church believe. Like, I don't agree with everything. And I never will see eye to eye with everyone. So why should I think or believe or put the pressure on other people to see things the way that I see them? Guys, let's not let the things that have ultimately no say on eternity or the gospel get in the way and tear us apart and create more havoc. Because what we're doing is we're just playing into Satan's hand. Satan's sitting back and going, hey, all I had to do was put a Democrat in front of this guy. All I had to do is put uh, somebody who supports Black Lives Matter in front of this this lady or whatever whatever the cause is whatever whatever your political stance is the more we choose people as the enemy the more the enemy wins ultimately that's what it comes down to so as i'm wrapping up here guys i'd like to give y'all some homework um i know some of us including myself thought hey i'll never have to do homework again because i'm out of school well uh, I'm going to challenge you guys and give you all a little bit of homework. I would suggest that y'all read the entire letter of Ephesians that um, Paul wrote. But if nothing else, read all of chapter 6. He brings up a little bit later after the core scripture that we just had. He brings up the armor of God. And that's our way of fighting spiritual warfare. We need to put on the belt of truth. We need to put on the breastplate of righteousness. We need to put on the sandals or the shoes of peace. We need to hold firm to our shield of faith. We need to have the helmet of salvation on. And we need to wield our sword, God's holy word. And if you're not putting on your armor every day, I highly suggest that you do it. Wake up and pray on each piece of the armor of God. Because let's look past the choices that a person makes and love them. Like truly agape love them. Love them in a way that there's no condition. That's what agape means. There's no condition to the love that you give that person. Be conscious of the fact that most issues and problems that are worth fighting for or in the spiritual realm. The physical stuff that's going on, the issues and problems in the in the physical realm, they're typically just symptoms of what's going on underneath in the unseen. The the attacks of demonic forces. And again, arm yourself for your spiritual warfare. Let's start to rebuild and mend these these broken relationships. Let's start to, instead of being divided, let's be united as a body of Christ. Let's not care about how a person voted or if a person decides to go and protest or not. Let's let's not worry about those things and let's start focusing on the eternal kingdom. 
and let's love each other and realize that the person across the aisle, the person that votes differently than you, the person that supports different movements from you, they're not the enemy. So guys, I really hope that this spoke to you. Um, this man, this second time around went a heck of a lot better. Uh, I'm kind of sad that, that I didn't have, you know, sunlight and whatnot to do this, but, uh, may do with what I had. Um, but guys, if this does, you know, penetrate and affect you, please share it because I, I do believe, especially with this election week right now, there are going to be even more things that divide us as humans. There are going to be more things that divide families and divide marriages and divide friendships and divide churches. And these things should not be dividing those institutions, those relationships. So let's start asking the Holy Spirit to come in and mend and and repair those broken places and so until next Monday um, when I am posting again I love you guys and may God bless y'all I'll see you later